How many, how many of you have been uh, practicing or trying that three-part breathing from time to time? Like even during the meditation, it helps you to stay more awake and uh, grounded in the body. And how many people uh, have been... Yesterday, I... I kind of led you through counting the breaths from one to ten. And did, uh, is anybody kind of working with that? So that's a very uh, useful uh, technique for especially gaining concentration because it, you know, I didn't mention a lot of some other things about it uh, because we are already into a kind of a, a meditation, but when you're counting, if you get lost in the counting, let's say you're counting three or four, and then you catch yourself either kind of, uh, kind of dozed out or uh, lost in thought, and you kind of recognize it, and you, oh my God, where was I? Was it three or four? Uh, you know, don't go there. Just go back to one. You lose all your money, you have to go back to one. Like the Monopoly game. Okay, so it's a challenge, right? You don't want to always have to come back and start again at once. So it's an extra challenge to stay awake and alert and not, not let the mind space out in between the counts. So uh, in that way, it's uh, good. So coming back to one, and then when you make it to ten, reverse the count uh, back to one. And if you can count from 1 to 10 and from 10 back to 1 without getting lost, I mean, thoughts may still come and go in the background, but uh, not to lose your counting. Then actually, that's, that's what I call uh, stage 1 concentration. Because that's nearly impossible for the average person to stay focused for that long. Uh, so, and then you could keep doing it over, uh, you know, but... Uh, I would suggest uh, just then uh, stop the counting and then just see if you can maintain the continuous awareness of just in, in, sitting, out, out, sitting. And you don't have to make those verbal internal notes, although it's helpful in the beginning, but it's the knowing that's important, the, the knowing mind that basically knows what is going on but without you know, actual verbal, you know, internal sort of dialogue. But in the beginning, that kind of uh, uh, noting and so on can be uh, useful to kind of catch yourself and to, you know, acknowledge that something is happening, like, you know, know that you're sleepy. Uh, because that uh, kind of reinforces it more strongly in the mind so you Hopefully you'll pay more attention to it, uh, you know, the next time, or when pains arise, or especially with thoughts. And sometimes it's good to even uh, label your thoughts, so you're clear on you know, various types of thoughts that come into the mind, so you can kind of, kind of detach and see it objectively. Oh, yeah, greed, anger, anger is arising. Or, you know, jealousy or pride or confusion. Uh, 
Because mm-hmm. these basically all of our thoughts or emotions are just like little bubbles that just come into the mind. And if you kind of acknowledge it and kind of see what it is, oftentimes it's like poking the bubble and it, it bursts and disappears. But if you don't recognize it, then it very cleverly comes up, as I already told before, and kind of takes over our whole head before we know it. We're caught up in some kind of, you know, thoughts or emotions. Now, another important part of the mindfulness training, especially mindfulness of the body, how many... How many of you like that mindfulness of the body? That's yeah, pretty cool, huh? Just standing, standing, you know, sitting, sitting. But to take that even further, uh, and how many people still get lost in the thoughts? So one of the best techniques for directly observing the mind, because Getting lost in your thoughts, as I've already mentioned, is because you didn't see them coming. Your thoughts are like water bubbles being arising up through the, the nervous system from the unconscious mind or from the, the nervous system. When I say thoughts, it also includes a urge, a urges like the urge to want to move or so on. But that's, you know, that's the initial arising of, of thought. And it can only be seen if you're deeply uh, grounded in the present moment. But, so another powerful way of directly seeing that is intention. By seeing the intention that precedes each movement. The body can't do anything without an intention behind it. And an intention basically is a kind of a desire, like the desire to move your leg, the desire to raise your hand to scratch something, the desire to look at something, even the desire to think. Uh, so, the, you know, it might not arise as an actual thought, but it's like an impulse. Uh, but normally we don't see them, again, because our mind is very coarse or it's half drowsy or lost in thoughts. So, you know, the body can't move without that intention. So that's why the practice of the slow movement, you know, every single body movement, however small, even the movement of your little finger or blinking or any other kind of movement except an involuntary muscle spasm, let's say, something like that, but uh, requires an intention. So deliberately, that's why moving slowly is an important part of initial mindfulness training. When we're moving fast, it's impossible to see those individual intentions before each movement. But when you put pauses between the movements, then you force the intention up in the awareness because the body can't move without it. I mean, it does so on automatic when you're unmindful, but that's a different thing. But in mindfulness training, by deliberately moving slowly, and also the noting helps, uh, that you put a brief pause 
and therefore you see the intention for the next one. Uh, and I'll just kind of give an example. Let's say I have an itch on my head or face. So in, in mindfulness practice, first you would see that unpleasant feeling and you would note it as unpleasant feeling and then see that the thought about I don't like it in the mind or that kind of aversive, uh, that contraction uh, aversion. And then you see the intention of the idea to get rid of it. And that all that happens in a nanosecond. And then you have to decide, are you going to scratch or not? And then the mind makes a decision, I'm going to do it. And then it has to, how am I going to do it? What's the first thing that has to happen? Of course, you don't have to run through all that kind of an analyzing, but it could be helpful in the beginning, just so that it's clear in the mind. And then, okay, the hand has to lift up. So there's lifting. That's one movement. And then the hand ha maybe has to move over this way, and moving to the, the right. And then lifting again. And the mind knows that's not enough. Lift again. Lift again. Not enough. Lift again. Not enough. And you can see the intention pushing the hand up. It's the desire that's actually pushing the hand, not you. The desire is pushing the hand. And, of course, the brain is, you know, is monitoring all these things through and knows distances. And then it, it knows, you know, that's enough. And then there's the touching. And then there's the rubbing down. And then there's the rubbing up. And then there's the, the thought, okay, that's enough. And then there's a thought to put the hand back down. And then there's the removing the hand from the head. And then lowering, 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 moving to the left, moving down, bingo. In, in, sitting, out, out, sitting. And you carry on like that until the next thing, maybe a pain in the knee, you want to lift the knee up to remove something, be aware of it, lifting, lifting, the intention to lift the knee, or adjust, some subtle adjustment, putting back down, or even straightening up, you notice that the head is down, and you see the, the desire, a thought to lift, and then the, the intention, lifting, or straightening, straightening, and so it's very interesting, very, very interesting to observe all that. And you get super concentrated. Actually, it's one of the best ways to get concentration. Uh, that means being cons uh, what is called uh, mindful concentration or concentrated awareness. You're not concentrated on one spot necessarily, but you're concentrated in the, on the activity at hand, not getting and distracted, and, and so on. So like that, uh, I, I suggest or recommend that you, if you want to go to the next step, because people are always asking, what's the next step? What's the next step? 
uh, the next step is going deeper into recognizing, observing subtler levels of, of feeling, intention, and then the minds of thoughts. And that's the way you actually observe the, the arising of thought. Because intention is one of the subtlest levels of thought. And so if you can deliberately work on practicing that intention, especially with the bodily movements, then when intention to think about something arises, it almost flashes up in the mind and sometimes shocks you how vivid uh, that uh, arising of uh, perceptions and so on can be. But <clears throat> so, like, so when you're sitting, especially... The movements may be so subtle, but as you're, you know, even while you're counting the breaths or you're just maintaining the basic awareness, uh, you know, first, first comes a sensation. Usually it's a pleasant or a painful sensation. And that's what motivates your action. And so to, to recognize that initial arising of the aversion, that's a very deep level. Of, usually we catch it too late. And that's why it's more difficult to kind of uh, detach from it. Uh, and then, first there's the, uh, the painful sensation arises, then there's the, uh, the acknowledgement that the mind doesn't like it and would like to get rid of it. And then you try to relax around it, but if you can't bear it, you see that decision to actually move. This is all going on in the mind. And you observe that. Uh, and it's very important because that's how you, you, you transform the thoughts is at the moment of intention and so on. So anyway, you know, Vipassana meditation or mindfulness is it's a, a gradual accumulation. You know, accumulation of just being alert, being connected to the body, the breathing, and then starting to observe uh, subtler sensations. And all that mindfulness and concentration gradually accumulates so that you can then see subtler things like, oh yes, saw that arising of aversion, that urge. And and then if you're going to move, try to do it slowly and even make those notes and labels in the beginning like lifting, lifting, to show that it's not just one movement. People think, oh, I just lift my arm. No. There's many, many movements and, and arising of intentions to, to do that, although we don't see it. But it's there if you slow down. Anyway, we'll talk more about that later. But I just wanted to mention that. So, And that's why when you first you hear the bell, the teacher says, okay, now stand up. Just don't stand up, you know, quickly. You go through it step by step. Even talk yourself through it. What's the first thing that has to happen to stand up? You have to lift one knee. You have to hold the foot. You have to pull it out. You have to put it down. You have to lift the other knee. You have to stretch the leg out. Hundreds of little movements. Uh, And again, that's one of the most powerful ways of zooming in to the present moment. You know, I think there was only one people who signed up, person who signed up for an interview. 
so I want to, that person, you know who you are, I guess. Uh, can you raise your hand? Okay. So uh, come lay. I know you, and I told you to do the first slot, but no one signed up after that. Uh, so uh, I'd rather you come uh, at the last time slot, like uh, I think it's 10.30 uh, uh, or so, instead of 10.15 or... And if anybody decides they want an interview after that, then, because otherwise I don't know, and if I get up and I don't know if there's an interview, then I have to sit there and wait. And there's, uh, no. so. Okay, does anybody have any questions specifically about uh, those things I just mentioned? When you can count to ten and back to one without getting lost, that's enough. Stop the counting. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yes. The, the, the counting and even the noting are like training wheels on a bicycle. That's what I mentioned yesterday when somebody said they were meditating 20 years and I asked them what did they <laughs> But anyway. Okay. okay, just to try to sit straight. And just gradually get into the awareness. First just Feel the body grounded to the floor. Try to feel some sensations in your buttocks, pressing the seat, your feet and toes. Feel your hands and fingers and thumbs. See if you can notice the outline of the thumbs or fingers. Feel the subtle pulsation in the fingers. And 
feel the weight of the upper arms hanging from the shoulders. Feel that inward curve of the lower spine. Acknowledging how important that is to keep that inward curve in place in order to keep the back straight. Gently lifting the back and spinal column upward. And find the center of gravity by gently moving the whole back of the head and spine backwards just a little bit come close to the tipping point and then hold that posture imagine a tall stack of books on top of the head Take a few three-part breaths to feel the beginning, the middle, and the end of the in-breathing and the pause. The beginning, the middle, and the end of the out-breathing and the pause. The beginning of the breath is in the abdomen, the middle of the breath is in the middle rib cage. The end of the breath is up in the upper chest, the base of the neck. Follow the contraction of the out-breath down to the end to feel that last bit of air going out of the lungs. And the next in breath. And on your own, if you want to count the breaths from one to ten, begin doing that. Or just maintain the awareness of in, in, sitting, out, out, sitting. You can 
continue the three-part breathing longer if you like. Or let go of it. Let the breath return to its normal pattern. Turn up the power of the mental microscope. To see the subtler details. You can even see the intention to breathe in intention to breathe out, you observe very closely, at the end of the out breath, you're holding the breath, you can see that desire, intention to breathe out, and after the out breath, pausing, you can see that desire, intention to breathe in. Mm-hmm. 